Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast. We're an okay podcast about movies and the amount of smoke and heat in the air. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can and maybe want to follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel of, of weekday recording warriors with me today. First up on his lunch break in Northern California, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. That was sick, Megan. You flatly rule. <laughs> I, Did I, we? I, Important I, question. Did we talk like that and I forgot? Or does this movie exist in a different slang world than I grew up in? So here's the thing. That was a dream that Megan was having. Oh, so right. in our dreams in the year 2000, it is how they talked. But I wanted to ask, though, Alex, if that's the ringer that uh, your wife, Megan, has, because it really <laughs> needs to be. I should play her that for sure. I'm sure she would enjoy it. Because uh, <laughs> she does flatly rule. She does, flatly. Um, nope. I, sometimes I try a riff in my head before I say it out loud. And that one was about flat versus curved, and I decided not to. Anyway, uh, <laughs> talking about—I uh, mean, I'm so sick of you riffing about what kind of HD TVs you like, Alex. <laughs> Thank I'm so you. tired. Thank you. Everything's about. Oh, I like the curved TV because you can see it better from any viewing angle. <laughs> Alex, it's a scam. You, okay. You saved me from that riff, Anthony. Thank you. Uh, that voice you hear uh, at Anthony Lopez Part Two on Twitter. In Portland, Oregon, and uh, on his beautiful day off, it's Mr. Anthony Lopez. All right, I'm doing. Thanks for having me. I'm excited over here, just changing the game of bike riding. <laughs> oh, what, um, what was the exact line? It was like I, the mun- mundanity forget, of bike riding, or something. Yeah, I forget exactly what that line is, but it made me laugh. Yeah, it was so hard. good. Yeah, yeah, she really. Yeah, uh, that was also. Yeah, just like I, I love it. Just anytime you. Fall on your bike, or really, you're just you're really taking an axe to like you know how like banal it is. Yes, uh, yeah. uh, you well, to- oh, here th- it is. This- you, you totally tore the cover off how mundane bike riding is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Not- <laughs> tore the cover off it. I love it. Yeah. Um, also, Alex, I feel like I have to say, are we doubly sure that Zencaster is recording? Oh, Zencaster is not recording. Uh, I'll turn it back. Felt like an important part. Thank you. Good catch. Way to tear the cover off of how <laughs> mundane it is to record a podcast. <laughs> uh, and that third laugh right there, she's at Robot Caitlin on Twitter, one of the real Caitlins of comedy in Los Angeles, California. It's Caitlin Gill. <laughs> Windsurfing is cool, like you know, because there's wind, right? And then also, you're surfing, so Wh- you're like. <laughs> windsurfing. Okay, okay but in, in Cutter's defense, that is absolutely how windsurfing was invented. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that is sure. not in his defense. When the word tells you what it is, you don't. That's fine. It did but it. Did you, did you, You're done. You did it. Yes. Am I the only one who was surprised that uh, he turned out to just be an okay dude? I, I thought for sure the twist was going to be he's dumb, she deserves better. But in the end, it was just like he is still hot. Let's keep him around. Well, well, she did deserve better. They just did a swaparoo. That's true. There was, yes, there was a dating swaparoo that I can hardly wrap my brain around. But uh, still, the end of <laughs> just, the end for that guy was like the same as where he started. You are hot no and dumb. There's no forward motion for any of these characters. <laughs> yeah. What is what could be described as the lead character hero? Question mark. I mean, yeah. basically, her arc is still try to be popular, but be nicer to get to the top. It's still like. Your goals are the same. Be pretty, pretty and better than everyone else, but like, don't claw your way there. In your own way. Let's be honest. This movie, if it was on like, uh, like you porn, would totally fit. This is just a porn movie with the porn cut out. <laughs> it's that same kind of plot. First off, it's called My Stepsister from Planet Weird. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie on those websites multiple times. Oh man. And it's just like. Like, that guy was just such a dumb porn character, though yeah. he was a child. But he, he is, like, the bleach blonde frosted tips who just walks into scenes it's with the attractive, same as in like, porn. It's someone people. who's, like, 23 playing someone who's a teenager. <laughs> and a stepsister. Yeah. Stepsister are 17, he, not reality. Yeah. You just walk into scenes and people are like, I guess this is a quinkadink, but let's not do anything about it. <laughs> you know, like, it's basically how every scene ends. And, like That's a good point. Yeah. This is a weird. This movie. is a good point. It's such I, a weird fucking movie. Yes. What is this? <laughs> I, I have so many questions. I'm like mad about it. I I I feel bad about minions. I want to apologize to minions from a previous appearance of mine. I have been mad at movies that weren't this bad. Uh, 
I kind of liked it. Um, I I don't know. Like I didn't think it was good. But oh no, not no. I I'm kind of with you. Plus, I think you got to give it to uh, to oh, the guy gosh. who played Cutter. He's Australian, so so frosted tips bad. are like part of his citizenship rights. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly everything they can do, but I'm just saying, like the, the 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 dumb surfer accent, I think is more impressive if you realize that that's not how you know, like if he has to get like travel farther to get there. I guess what I'm trying to say. Uh, let's. I think we finished the introductions. Uh, this is episode number four hundred and fifty three of the podcast. We have now done as many episodes as the number of earthquakes that struck the Big Island of Hawaii in a twenty four hour period in June. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. Seems ominous like oh yeah <laughs> yeah i mean there was fire shooting out of the ground also so it wasn't like i wonder if this earthquake is a bad sign um <laughs> there was a lot going on i mean uh, oh, so like the, the volcano Unhealthy really reaction. stole its thunder yeah 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 uh so anyway speaking of unearthly but ocean adjacent things this week we're talking about stepsister from planet weird the 2000 disney channel original movie wow. based on the children's novel by librarian francis lance um yeah, librarians. That, that's that's such a good thing to be like both like the supplier and the distributor. That's some good uh, vertical uh, integration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She she knew how to get this into people's hands. She knew what the yeah, kids would like. She, she had really, all her market research. She was a librarian. She was literally giving it away. Oh, oh. I, she didn't yeah, run a bookshop. You know, uh, libraries bought a lot of copies of our books. So there's actually we actually like libraries have been very helpful to us. So. I don't, Oh, financial for once for once <laughs> the libraries are terrific libraries yeah. are helpful to everyone libraries yeah. yeah sorry is this the part where i endorse libraries back to the movie uh so oh i did i was starting to say before we had some tech problems that i did kind of enjoy it i don't know why but i think we're gonna try to figure it out as we go i think it is it is difficult not to describe the movie as weird but since weird is in the title that feels insufficient like it's like a little lazy it is. It's, it's fun. It's, it is. It's interestingly weird. It is more weird. of a movie than Roller Gator. It is. Uh, it is sort of like an Edgewood Studios picture for people sure. deep into bad movie lore. Um, it's a Disney Edgewood Studios movie. That's what it is. <laughs> which is also part of why I, I love how it's bad. There's a movie, an adult version of uh, of this, on Netflix called Murder at the Cape, which mm. is uh, reminds me of this. If you've seen any of those things, you, this is the Disney version of that. I have. They're so weird. Yeah. It's such a weird. I don't understand. So why are we doing it then? Living I guess in Los is Angeles, the like, question. how did this get made? There's another podcast called yeah, that, but yeah, you know what I'm like. This one in particular, like, what the fuck? Well, I have who some said more, yes so many. I have times? so many what the fuck facts I want to add later. There's one in particular, but the first thing is why are we watching it? Which is that this episode was sponsored by Sean. Uh, but it was originally suggested by his partner, Patty. Shout out to Patty. Thank you for the idea. Uh, but Sean says, it's a good fit for wet month because the stepfather and titular stepsister are sentient bubbles from a water planet. And the earthling mother and daughter are windsurfers. So there's plenty of wetness. It's also amazing and terrible and also amazing. Um, it's not a hugely popular movie today. In fact, uh, oh, this is actually my thing I wanted to add. It's not a hugely popular movie today. In fact, I believe the... Uh, profit they made from just the, th- the four of us renting it must have been very confusing at disney studios <laughs> there must be like, this, like what is happening spike. some guy just got an alert yeah like, yeah yeah just the uh, just the actor who plays the, the spiky haired kid just got a residual check for 35 cents <laughs> like, what the fuck is happening yeah and i guess this is actually my biggest takeaway was that i spent a dollar on it and I did not feel ripped off. No. If I had spent $4, I might have been upset, or if it was a two-and-a-half-hour movie. But for an a 85-minute movie for $1 for the conversation piece... Oh, I, yeah, just I'm, like a penny a minute? That's like about right. It's not bad. All right. Uh, uh, one other thing I wanted to throw in. Uh, I want to read an email right now uh, that just landed in my inbox a few minutes before we recorded. This is from Abby, uh, who said, Hey, Alex, I've been listening to the show forever. And I absolutely love it. Your mention of step- Stepsister from Planet Weird, though, as an upcoming episode made my entire day. And here's why. I must have seen this movie at some point in my childhood, and I, but I could not remember the title, plot, or anything else about it. All that remained were mental images of people in bubbles 
and it would pop into my head for years. And I was pretty sure it's from a movie. And every time I tried to Google People in Bubbles movie, I couldn't find anything that matched uh, what was in my brain. So for 18 years, I've been driven slightly crazy and made this up every time something triggered these images of bubble people to pop into my head. When you mentioned the movie's an upcoming topic, it instantly clicked into place that this was the movie I'd been trying to recall for almost two decades. So thank you. You're, That's uh, a satisfying feeling. Isn't it? I can't and and having watched this and like imagining like twenty years later what I'm gonna remember of this movie, it would make me feel crazy. <laughs> oh wait, so this is our future? Yes, this is, we are we are a preview or Abby is a preview of our lives. In twenty years, we're gonna be talking to somebody like, what was that thing we watched where she turned into a sink bubble, and then was like, <laughs> and then screamed, and then fine, yeah, and then it didn't. Yeah, so uh, I'm so glad we could have helped you, Abby. I'm glad at some somehow this has brought some joy to somebody's life because uh, I was not expecting anyone to have any thoughts on this. If you want to help uh, sponsor a topic or force us to uh, re- read or watch something of your choice, you can become a Meat Buddy. Go to readers.com slash Meat Buddies, um, which will help your chances when there's no sponsorship. But in the meantime, you'll get to vote in our upcoming topic votes. So uh, let's summarize this movie. Let me explain because I assume most of you have not seen it uh, at home. So here is Stepsister from Planet Weird. Megan Larson is an ordinary 16-year-old girl, but in the Disney Channel sen- sense of ordinary, like white, middle-class, pretty, but just outside the popular group. This was such a white movie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. It's like weirdly, uh, it's a very Disney cleansed vision yes. of the yeah, future. Even, even the bubble people had to be pristine white middle-class people. Like you couldn't even. Perfect teeth. Yeah. Her. Like regimented monogamous order <laughs> yes. in there. It's just like which kind of fascism do you? Bubbles prefer? also <laughs> have hetero marriages. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, man. Caitlin, why do I have to choose? Can I have both? <laughs> Can't they merge together? <laughs> I mean, apparently, if you're that royal dude at the end, you can just bounce back and forth. Yeah, you can have your own like you know kingdom to rule, and you can bop over to Earth and bang your now of age girlfriend. I don't know. Look, this is a weird movie. <laughs> All right, so ordinary girl Megan Larson has a little brother who thinks everyone is an alien and is right no, no, no. a shocking is amount 100% of time. Right, what? A hundred percent right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say he thinks everyone's an alien and he's right way more often than you'd expect. Uh, <laughs> he does say that his sister is an alien and she's not, so he's not quite a hundred percent. But he is like batting 67 who doesn't think their sister is an alien though right (laughs) i want to i want a meeting where i'm sorry i'll let you get through this this. you have to explain the plot but i have a lot to say i want to hear about about your meeting how this movie uh what i want is the punch-up artists on this film oh yeah in a room like a interrogation room where i get to be behind glass and they can't see me but i get to look at them respond to all my questions about like what why this joke <laughs> why did you make humans say that joke sorry go ahead. there was absolutely at least one funny person in that punch-up room though oh yeah um, there always is exactly one what kind of funny well because like these are technically jokes <laughs> they are well written as jokes but they all made me angry so here, here's here's apparently what, i get bad easily no but the, i think the, the cutaway jokes were the funny ones for me like when um the clon like the yukon being population low that was an okay and joke. Then population low still and then i also yes, like that the, was an the, okay the, joke it was technically incorrect shots. a lot of people live in the klondike and this was a weird americocentric thought that the klondike was in the like was actually the north pole um as opposed to a bunch of cities and, and towns but um it was a decent joke that made yeah, me Yeah, they mad. did a better job of establishing the reality of a fictional planet yes, than, than Canada. Canada. Yes. Uh, but I agree. That was a, that cutaway joke was good. I would say that's the one person gets one point for that joke. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, keep moving. So her uh, uh, Megan's personality is that she windsurfs. And uh, she's in love with a very stupid boy. That was enough in the late 90s, early 2000s. That was a full It was something, character. yeah. I had not seen a movie about a windsurfer. So I was like, whoa, depth. Uh, and she's in love with a very stupid boy named Cutter. So uh, her parents are all split up, and that's going just fine until mom meets a bubble alien in a human body who's calling himself the inconspicuous name Cosmo Cola and not even a little bit trying to fit in on Earth. Um, and she falls immediately in love with him. What his real deal is, is he's a freedom fighter from Zircalon, a planet where everybody's a bubble. And if you say change, yeah. then the emperor labels you a freedom fighter and has you murdered. Yeah, we really should uh, tell the story in the way that the movie does, which is the Rochabon style retelling. Yeah. I actually thought uh, that was actually an interesting element of it. Was it was the two girls' diaries, the 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 Megan girl and the alien girl. Yeah, 
Yeah, you we... just love stories of dueling diaries. This, the prestige. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really, those like, favorite, that too? favorite movies are yours. I'm sure there's a Diary movie. Fight 3, the great diary fight movie. <laughs> yeah. Interestingly, better than the first two. Yeah, they finally well, yeah. came. The franchise came into its own in the third Diary Fight. It's because Diary yeah. Fight there Three is, is when they one, got Patrick Stewart. There's one, one young girl's diary worth reading. One. There's a reason we all read it. Just one. We only need to read one ever, ever. Every other teenage girl's diary should just be unread by even that woman as she grows older. Those memories should be allowed to lay behind her in pages that grow moldy with time in a garage. So you're somewhere. not. That's the fate of a teenage girl's diary. All but one should live unread. Uh, you're you're not going to uh, mortified on a regular basis, then, Kalen. I mean, mortified is a great show. Look, they have their purpose. I just don't think I I was I you know yeah. I took a strong stand. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it seemed like the right joke to me. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so, uh, so through the methods that this movie does not care to explain to us, uh, Co- Cosmo Cola and his daughter Bubble move to earth and get human bodies and they really you know it's like uh it's like uh the movie we watched recently with the oh is the with star trek where it was like they time traveled and the normal rule is don't touch anything and they were like we'll just touch everything um this movie was like let's go to another planet and just not try to assimilate at all let's not hide let's not try to be normal uh because they don't even try to blend they're like they're afraid of the wind because they used to be bubbles do you get it and then they um, also sometimes just turn into the bubbles in the sink. They write in the sky with magic gold lettering that flies around. They ride bikes wearing football helmets. And they claim to be the Yukon, which the movie repeatedly insists is uninhabited, despite that not being true. Um, and even though his bubble wife was murdered like three days ago, Cosmo instantly falls in love with Megan's human mom. And now they're getting married. And- I mean, this is just the classic freedom fighter story, right? <laughs> I mean, isn't this usually what happens with oppressed peoples when they, you know, have to flee? They just get to they the new land. Mom. Yeah, yeah, they get they get to the new place and they go, "Okay, babe, I know I used to have principles and morals, <laughs> but now Daddy needs to get fucked." You know, <laughs> Daddy I'm fighting for the freedom Daddy, to choose a new wife today. Da- look, I've been I've been shell shocked fighting the fight. For ten years now, but now I want to take it easy with a weird windsurfing lady who doesn't know how to feed her kids properly. Daddy needs to get his and bubbles blown. Hus- yeah, last husband didn't appreciate her very much. <laughs> so you know what? I'm gonna appreciate her. And uh, I get that. Yeah, yeah. She they just- he literally stole jewels and brought them to Earth. I mean, they're worthless rocks, I guess, where they're from, yeah. but he was savvy enough to be like, oh, I know where I can make them worth it. It's weird. And just pocketed a whole bunch of... That's, he, like, stole the resources yeah. of the country he was fleeing, monetized them elsewhere. It is also weird that that planet is made out of the sharpest material on Earth or ever created, and they're bubbles. It feels like you wouldn't want a diamond bubble planet. What pockets? If you could choose, how do you yeah. get them out of there? You can't carry a bag. Yes. How'd you even I get them? They didn't say ah, anything about them coming to Earth. How did they get a body? Did they steal that body from someone else? Did they make a body? Is this a synthetic human body? Does he have a normal body parts for later when he's going to have this marital intercourse? What what happened? How did they do this? Apparently, it's an easy process because the but, emperor hey. just did it. Oh yeah, they're all good at it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> so Megan uh, meets because of this engagement Megan has to meet her new stepsister Ariel and they don't like each other because Megan thinks Ariel is weird which is fair and Ariel thinks Megan treats uh, newcomers monstrously which is also fair because um, Megan is ostensibly the hero but is basically just a horrible person to Ariel she is brutal to this new sister on immediately after meeting her yeah, I don't know if that was normal. I didn't. I don't have any sisters. I'm an only child and a weird person, so I have no idea if that's like a normal level of hostility. I remember being that sarcastic. I remember being a garbage person, but like, wow. Yeah, it was. This girl is it trash. Was bad. Um, so yeah, I mean, lying about Jewel being your cousin. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's how low can you go? Right there. Yeah. Um, so the uh, so they decide though that the one thing they have in common is that they both don't want their parents to get married. So they decide on some hilarious reverse parent trapping, um, which works for a little bit. They actually do cause their parents to fight a little bit, but then it backfires when they accidentally hook up Megan's real dad with a fortune teller and make them both happier than they used to be. 
um, a fake fortune teller, I guess I feel like. Again, this movie is just a porno without, right? Like that whole <laughs> dinner sequence when like, I'm going to hook up our parents together. Thank God we bring this fortune thing. Uh-oh, my dad's banging the fortune teller next door. Uh-oh. Like, it's just... It's like, I've seen this plot before. That's all I'm saying. I, I believe know. you. It sounds like you're very familiar. I, I think one of us uh, should, in incognito browsing, go to Pornhub and search for fortune teller, because I don't know if that is a common trope, but I think you might be onto something here. No, I, I don't, don't want to mess up my uh, search engine, especially because it really is spending a lot of time searching for fidget spinners on there right now. So. <laughs> is there fidget spinner porn? Sure. Oh, yeah. It's a big thing. <laughs> I assume there is. Anthony sounds like he knows. I don't think I want to know more about the fortune teller stuff. I think that's a that's a rock I can leave unturned. Well, I mean, I'll tell you what it is. Instead of uh, him saying that he's about to finish, she tells him. No, she, right bef- instead of Be minus, uh, Alex. Him, him saying that, she says uh, that you're actually about to sneeze because she was very bad at her job. <laughs> oh, that's true. She was a terrible she fortune teller. Yeah, she's going to be like, oh, you're about to cough. Uh, Watch out. So it turns out that breaking up their parents actually is a fun thing, and they bond, and it turns out they're going to be great sisters. But just when they become real friends and the marriage is actually going to happen, the Bubble Emperor also steals a body and shows up dressed like a mobster to kill Cosmo. Uh, And so the kids get together, and they just murder the visiting emperor from another planet with a leaf blower. Uh, And and (laughs) recruit his son to do that as well. Yes, and, and convince his son to be on their team when they do so they create a coup on another planet and uh and then ariel ends and then ariel and megan in the weirdest part i would say of a very weird movie at the end of the movie so so the emperor's son was ariel's boyfriend back home and megan has got a crush on cutter then when he shows when emperor's son shows up Ariel's like, I'm not no longer into you i'm into cutter and megan's like what a coincidence i'm into your boyfriend and then they just swap boyfriends Hey, it's a real Betty and Veronica type of thing. That kid in 2000 <laughs> says. <laughs> yeah, because they have different you know, color hair. Do you... Yeah. It's a, ahead, like Caitlin. the reason that Ariel is no longer into Jeep Jorp or whatever that dude's name was is that he betrayed her and like yeah, endangered her family. Yes. It wasn't just like, I don't know, he chews weird. Yeah. Like, I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, your betrayal endangered not only my life, that of my family, and those of everyone we love back on our home bubble planet. Yeah, it, it was an aggressively cash. bad move for then Megan to just be like, well, I'm not affected by the political turmoil of this other planet. Let's kiss. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a bad Pretty move much. from the 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 sister's planet when she's like, a conspirator and collaborator with a fascist regime and gets only gets away with it. Like her father is out there fighting the good fight, yeah. and the first thing you do when you get back is you rat him out. <laughs> yeah, you fucking bring. And know what? The thing that really pisses me off is you bring your cut, your planet's fucked up politics to my backyard. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't think so. All right, literally That's a backyard the wedding. Line. Their politics yeah. showed up in it. You. You want to have, you know, your little space fascist thing on your little space planet? That's your problem. But you don't bring that to good old America where we're out here windsurfing and using other shit. Hot, you know? hot dogs for dinner and stuff. Yeah. That's a very funny point. Oh, God. I did eat hot dogs after seeing it. did make scene. you want? I had some. In well, the and I do like hot the Cosmos thing was to put as much toppings on as possible. That's a classic. It's a yes. that I learned from stadiums. Like, this is a... You already paid for the hot dog. The toppings are free. I, t- I feel like goofy fish out of water movies always have a scene of them eating too much of a weird thing on top that of other true, things. That is true, yeah. Like, mm. I'm going back to Elf. I'm sure, sure. others can think of other oh, ones. Yeah. I mean, there's a day in Groundhog Day where uh, Bill Murray just sits at the cafe and eats. Oh, he's eating a fish out of water because he's like out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, also, that's uh, the I mean, best scene in that movie is him just pouring coffee out of the thermos down his throat and just shoveling food. Oh, I liked that scene. It is very sad. It's a good um, one. Also, I'm sure he felt real bad at the end of filming that. Um, uh, all right, so let's do... Uh, that's, but also, like, good? Th- that's the movie. So let's do a uh, our compliment. We're, for the summer, we've cut our compliment sandwich in half at the middle, so we're making it a compliment tostada or an open-faced compliment sandwich. Just going to do the one. So, Anthony, you're first. What is your major compliment for stepsister from Planet Weird. 
Um, I'm gonna have to go with the subtext of the film. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't like the text very uh, much. Yeah, well, no, no. Because here's the thing: there's a lot of weird shit going on in this movie, and this. There's something about the story this film isn't telling us that really bugs me. Okay, so like this, this, these aliens show up and they obviously have a weird effect on people. Yeah. Right? Like you look at like, uh, obviously Megan is immune, but the mom immediately falls in love and marries this guy. The girl goes to school and becomes a cult leader like they're all wearing red like it's the goddamn people from wild wild country within a day i didn't even notice i didn't even think of it that way but you're right both of them have cult-like effects on human that is a thing they do there is like a weird body snatcher type uh thing but like the fact that like her school was immediately everyone was like from the get go, worshiping the school. Megan is immune Taking to it with Ariel, but as soon as uh, Emperor boyfriend shows up, she immediately falls in love with him too. Yeah, exactly. So there's something very scary and like body horror ish implied in the subtext yeah. of this film, and it really bugged me, especially when like because I had just watched Wild Wild Country not yeah. too long ago and seen them all wearing the red clothes yeah. at school the next day. I was like. Dilda, it's remarkably effective people. as a creepy yeah thing. she's uh she's got a real career ahead of her in uh cult on the other side so it's not thing. as cult like but i did enjoy that all the boys were immediately like i want to crash my bike over a bike rack too it's true the kids are very <laughs> stupid <laughs> yeah yeah uh that's a great comment uh, caitlin what's your major compliment i, I you know I, that mom sure put up with a lot didn't she <laughs> Uh, and let's give it up Being to moms, a mom is hard, yeah. Uh, and stepdads. Yeah, yeah. tough job. If teenagers are as shitty as depicted, I mean, as you're a parent, I don't, uh, man, I don't know. If, if yeah. it's that bad, good luck to you. Yeah, it is a yeah. common theme. Hats I hope we have better, better technology in the next, like, decade or so before I get that. Like, I don't know, like, good kid. How are you assuming technology helps? I'm almost worried about that answer. <laughs> yeah, I am just good. hoping for anything, because I don't think anything else is going to change that much. So I figure, I hope. Technology is my best bet. Well, I I'm think just hoping actually, technology yeah, that's fair. about how how writing helps because basically every Disney Channel movie is about somebody learning to understand their parents' trouble a little better, which is almost makes it seem like parents are writing all these movies. Like this is just a propaganda. <laughs> I, I mean, like in the end, you're gonna be like, "All right, stepdad's okay." Uh, this has been a book by stepdad. <laughs> it is like a stepdad in 1994 wrote this. And then tried for six years for it to become a movie, stubbornly refusing to change any of the slang or references. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it, I <laughs> is that what teenagers are like? I, I don't, I don't know enough of them. I hope not. If it is, my compliments to mom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My compliment yeah. is, uh, so here's a fun, here's the fun fact. I'm, I'm guessing you guys did not look up much about the writing process of this movie or the writing team. I no. did look up the you did look, Okay, actually. good. And this won't surprise you. But so I was curious about who writes things like this because I thought there's one. Yo, me there's too. a couple options. Maybe there's like uh, a factory like the old like Motown hit makers where it's like just a bunch of journeyman Disney Channel movie writers in a box. They're like, get me more weird movies. I need six scripts today. Um, or I thought maybe they're like aspiring comics and this is like a way to get by. Um, and I thought, you know, this movie is so small. I bet I could get in touch with whoever wrote this. I bet I could just find them and, and send them a thing on Twitter, which I turns out I cannot because it was written by oh. Chris Matheson, who wrote Bill and Ted. Oh, he and, and all the Bill and Ted movies and a goofy movie. So this is like a person with legitimate screenwriting skills. And this is and weirdly, this is not. The first, like, those are, this isn't like he did this to get there. This is the way down, I think. I I think Disney Channel movie might be like, this is a way to put writers out to pasture. Um, that's my th- that's my thought. Or maybe the other Disney Channel movies are worse than this one. And I the things I liked about it were because, like, Chris uh, is, like, actually kind of funny in the right circumstances. And he was tasked with adapting a really weird movie. And he did a decent job, all things considered. That's really that would funny. be my guess. My cynical bet is that they bought that property, the yeah. book, which probably is a lot better than this movie. I hope if you're a kid, read yeah. it. Uh, I'm not going to, but if yeah. you're a kid, read it. Uh, but I think 
you know, maybe they bought that or like paid for a script for it. Maybe we'll make it a big movie. Oh, never mind. Now. It's oh, that Disney almost movie. certainly is true. Like, yeah, I, I believe that for sure. Uh, although I, I. So even if it wasn't, you, maybe you're you're writing it with on the long shot that this is some like, you know, Disney summer release. But, uh, you know, what's much more likely to happen is this, that it's a Disney Channel nightmare that someone remembers and haunts them for 18 years as they struggle to remember the title of that weird film from them, their childhood. I didn't have a, a time, I didn't have time to actually go further into this for this one, but I am going to spend a little time and do some research and figure out who's writing a lot of Disney Channel movies and see who I can, I, I'm going to find someone in, I'm sure you know somebody, Caitlin, you just, it seems like they're around, but I'm going to find someone who's written like straight to DVD screenplays or um, this kind of like factory movies and I'm going to, I'm just going to talk to somebody about it. Uh, I would have, I would have loved to have talked to the woman who wrote the book but she passed away a few years ago so i was not um not able to contact her despite my best efforts with my fake fortune teller um uh <laughs> oh also i will say one other thing that i liked uh that was my major comment is for chris for like uh keeping the dream alive but then the other thing was uh when ariel as a bad passing human sees a dog for the first time bark at her and yells do not threaten me monster that was kind of funny i'm gonna say that to a dog someday <laughs> Anyway, do as you do it. I'm not bringing my dog over to your I, house. Well, it won't threaten me. Your dog's cute. I can't. Also, you can't. Uh, Ezra, what's your major compliment? <sighs> Just, I mean, I feel like all the all the kids at uh, at their high school were just really, really good yes-anders, basically. <laughs> like, everything that the, that weird stepsister was doing. So, like, like, at one point she was like, I like bubbles and I like gas and I'm calm by the water. And like in the background, someone's like, can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great Yeah, and then she's, wore, she's wearing like, real, like lots of layers of clothes and they're like, why is that? And she's like protecting my essence. And they're like, oh, that's a good idea. We're and just they like... all get t-shirts screen printed with protect your essence on yeah, it. It's wonderful. Yeah, they were, they were like, we've just been letting our essence out into the world. Let's keep it. Yeah, I gotta protect that essence. Uh, no, I, I I like that a whole ton. Uh, and, and yeah, it makes sense. This is kind of Bill and Ted-ish because I think a lot of the guys actually, the the dumb guys, I think were were totally had some Bill and Ted. There in was there. a Bill and Ted to that dude, where the way he was like dumb, but they were never like mad at him for it. it was kind of like this is this is light and silly. Um, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's just a nightmare that I live through daily. It's the confidence of those men. Anyway. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, good point. Ruined the riff. <laughs> no, it's true, though. It is. I yeah, didn't ruin are. the riff. They ruined my life. That's not anybody else's fault. I just had to go to high school with those dudes, uh, and they are totally sure that they are awesome. And I'm like, but I do have a good vocabulary. And they're like, good luck going to the prom. And I'm like, I'm not. And then I'm sad. But Caitlin, Caitlin, I mean, I'm pretty sure everything worked out great for like like they they didn't ruin things afterwards, right? Like stupid stupid white men didn't like get like somehow power after high school and just like fuck everything up, right? Are you hoping I'm gonna fix something? Because I got I can't fix it. That's broken. Uh, oh. If you're worried about what my white men did, I you know I'm not the I can't. Good luck. Uh, what white men did would be a great name for a novel, by the way. It's not a bad idea. Right. Yeah. I think it's a nonfiction. Book. I guess I just yeah. I do have a sim. I I totally agree with what you're, with your point about it. But I do like a little bit in, in the Dumb and Dumber way, where it's like if you were a little smarter, we would actually be annoyed by you. But like, what if we just make you harmlessly charmingly dumb? And that's kind of what happened with the guy, sure. where it was like, way to make this guy like, just like it's never no one's ever mad at him for being dumb. They're just like, yeah, oh. dumb man, you're just dumb. So there's like a. There's like a donut hole of dumb, basically, yes. where it's like if you're if you're just, if you're super dumb, then you're fine, and then like if you get like smart enough, then like I'm sure that'll probably be art too. But there's like this donut hole where it's like you're like just dumb enough to be dangerous, yes, kind of thing. Yeah, they're they're way dumber than they would be make them dangerous. They're dumb enough that everyone's like, oh, we'll just put a helmet on him and keep him in a small yard. We're not worried about him. Like he's not going to do any damage. This he doesn't think he can drive or what. Like this, he's just an idiot. <laughs> I know it's kind of charming. Um, all right, let's take a break and thank a meat buddy. We have a couple of quick pep talks to give, and then we'll come back and play some games about this movie. Today's episode is brought to you by our fabulous meat buddies uh, and our sponsors. So first, uh, Sean, who sponsored this episode, uh, is a previously existing meat buddy, and we played Two Twists and a Lie with him before. So he asked for us this time, if we had the time, to give him a quick uh, pep talk. So Sean uh, just started a new job as a pathologist 
and moved to New Ooh. York City. So some kind words would be nice. So let's give Sean a pep talk about his new life as a New York pathologist. I'm just going to look up pathologist real quick. It does sound it. Go, as- dude. We have to look up your job to make sure we know what it is. Yeah. Y- that's how awesome you that's are, man. That's a good man. thing. That the, the uninitiated are not confident enough to speak. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you look at dead people, but also yeah, I'm I not sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. It is dead that's people? That's what I was going for, too. No, not. Oh, you're studying the causes of diseases. Holy yeah. shit, yeah, you got to get to New York. What's on those subway handles, man? <laughs> that's where all the secrets are. I also you feel have like. You a central resource level. You're going to discover so many weird things. <laughs> Also, you're doing great that you're getting to be a pathologist in New York. I assume it's just like show business where that's the hardest market to be a pathologist. No, I mean, I pathologize there. You can pathologize anywhere. Exactly. Right, Andy? Isn't it kind of the opposite? You know, you want to be where the diseases are going, and that's where New York is. You know, you got to be where that action is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you know, diseases don't sleep. New York doesn't sleep. It's perfect for you. I don't know. No disease is going to sleep. Wait, wait, hold on. What about narcolepsy? Alex, narcolepsy definitely sleeps. There's one disease that sleeps, but you couldn't name two more. Uh, The sleeping sickness. It's a different one. It's one. Okay. (laughs) Sleep apnea when it goes away. Nope. Doesn't count. No. You can't do a knot. That was a good good reach. (laughs) But, uh... yeah, I also I like that you're going for the causes of disease. You're not a symptom guy. That's what I like about you, Sean. I think that's the thing you should be very proud of. I'm in. You're it. not just like put some. I think you have multiple degrees, or you successfully lied about multiple degrees. You can do anything you set your oh, mind. Oh yeah, to. and Go either way, it. you should have a lot of the confidence of the degree or the confidence of having fooled academics. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. Solid. Either way, just lean in, swing hard. <laughs> Either actually fix things or make referrals and cash checks, baby. I don't care how you're doing, and I'm just proud of you. I, Go. I have. I just looked. Uh, so I just binged pathologist, and there's a pathologist who came up who only has one out of five stars. Right now, you have zero out of five stars. Like, like you're like unrated. <laughs> so like, you know, the world, like you're it's, all, kind of it's all upside for you. You have yeah. You could get as many stars as you want. You could get all the stars. Re- reach Ten, for the stars. Reach for him. Reach for those diseased stars. Uh, I think you got this, Sean. I think that will <laughs> get you started. Good luck in New York. We believe in you. Uh, uh, also, touch all of New York's dead stuff. Look everything. <laughs> uh, also, I'm glad your job is not just like studying paths. That would be a way less interesting science. Um, oh, we just and New off York all the isn't a good town yeah. for that. You really want to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so also, we have to give a quick uh, pep talk to Richard from Minneapolis. Uh, Richard became a new bean buddy this week, and Richard said, uh, my wife and I just bought a house, which is new and intimidating for both of us. A pep talk or advice on homeownership would be great, or suggestions for things no home should be without. Um, also, I want to say that Alex has mispronounced my name on Twitter and twice now on the show, differently each time, and that is always delightful. <laughs> so I, I double-checked, and uh, Richard also is on Twitter as uh, babygotbacala. And I, I, I assume back because of the pun, but I don't know what Bakula is. Um, oh, is it like Scott Bakula? Cool, could be. It could be like that. It could be. I'm into that. Um, is, I want is it, it to be a K U L A. It is. Who's Scott Bakula? Uh, actor. Actor. Okay, that's something. Oh, who's Scott Bakula? Oh, it's Honey. that guy. He's on Quantum Leap. We got now. Now we have to watch all of Quantum Leap. Oh man, I would love to. And NCIS. Um, I'd love to watch. We Quantum can just Leap. do Quantum Leap. <laughs> Quantum Leap's okay. Um, I uh, uh, okay, so good. Now we fall. We figured out how to pronounce it because I got people who knew more things. Um, I wanted it to be Baby Got Baklava, but that doesn't actually work. <laughs> anyway, um, so Richard has a new house. This is perfect, Ezra, because you just got a new job and a new house. So this is your day of pep talks. Uh, I feel like I'm doing pretty bad at both these things, guys. Well, so this is the key: is if somebody as as talented as Ezra is thinks he's doing badly all the time uh, no you also if you feel like you're doing badly might be succeeding yeah that's the thing i think is that like you might do well it just might not feel the way you hoped it would feel um <laughs> i think the thing that that no house should be without is like some kind of way to grill things i guess so like yeah. i like george foreman grills um a lot they make a good quick grilled cheese sandwich um uh you know that's that'll probably get you through most of the lean Actually, times can i see that i have a suggestion i don't own a house but here uh i have i've mentioned this before but i've been watching uh queer eye recently with my wife which is terrific and uh um, oh yeah get it. everyone get a netflix subscription yeah you should definitely have netflix or yeah maybe a roku or a smart tv but also um one thing that i really like that they do uh uh what is the 
uh, decorating guy does is uh, everything looks cool and new like a like a catalog but also he makes sure that every place he's doing has like um, like a new cool thing with an element of your old thing so like it's your grandmother's furniture but you painted it blue and put new hardware on it so it's updated and looks modern and cool but it's still your grandmother's furniture so I love that thing of taking like part of your history but and modernizing it so it feels good in your house or um he does they do a lot of pictures uh little picture clusters in a way that i, th- I think is very cool and made me want to have more pictures of my family on the walls mm. so you're talking about bobby right the, yeah bobby uh, interior design god y'all are rich you got houses <laughs> you got jobs you got families that you want to put pictures of in your house i have i have one of three talking about I have right one now? of those three you need a pep talk baby you got it all. If you're worried about owning a house, know that those are beautiful problems. We call them ruby slippers too tight problems. Those are grid problems to have. Just enjoy them. Enjoy them. Fix them. It's hard work. You know, it, it, like get sweaty or whatever. But congratulations. I live in a garage. Caitlin, I know someone who had r- ruby slippers that were too tight. Someone dropped a house on her. And now she doesn't have those slippers anymore. So she got a free house? No, those ruby slippers she did fit a that free house. Okay, perfect. I take it back. She's fine. She's fine. the next person fine. who takes them. It's the one who picks up a free pair of fucking ruby slippers and then is like, ow, these are too tight. Uh, I'm not saying that's really happening. No, but in this they, case, they, I think that those are honestly scary things in life, but remember how Sometimes a pet talk sounds like, like tough love. It's not tough love. That's a wonder. Those are wonderful things. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Of course it's scary. Everything is scary. That this every a day is a waking nightmare. But you know, also good things are happening. I I think that's actually a really good point, which is that like uh it is like you're scared, but like people in apartments are scared too and they don't have a house to go home to. Uh so like keep being scared. I live in, in your a house. garage. Yeah. yeah, so if you have a garage, get a Caitlin. That's another thing every house should have. Uh, yeah, I was, I was gonna say your house should have a place to stick someone you like. In yeah, a chicken in every pot, and like a, a guest in every driveway, or like even a, it doesn't have to be that crazy nice—a couch that's comfortable to sleep, but some place so that when someone you like is around, you can welcome them. And you can make them grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's also a perk. Yeah, uh, I wanted—I would think like if I had a house, the first thing I'd want to do is just do stuff you can't do in an apartment. So I would be really excited to hang stuff on the walls with nails. That would be exciting. Um, I'd really love to like. It's a little. It's a little nerve wracking. I'll be honest. Dude, you can just fucking do that in your apartment, man. Yeah, Alex, you I'm don't take you. the uh, the the like tags off your mattresses, do you? <laughs> Seriously, that's like the least heavy metal thing I've ever yeah. heard. I, I would, I would hang, I would hang a picture with like a For, nail. Hey, you know what? You know what I would do if I had my own house? I'd play music past 10 p.m. I was gonna say Let that. Let them come and tell me. I was gonna say that. Um. I, well, okay, in my defense, slightly, uh, uh, the nails won't actually go into the plaster on our walls. It's not just that it's not allowed, it's that it's physically not possible. But anyway, um, I'm not metal at all, yeah. so that's not, it's, you're not far off. Um, okay, really quick story, you guys. My doctor roasted me yesterday. <laughs> I was at the doctor, and he was, like, asking me, he knows I was a comic, and he was asking me questions about, like, the normal question. He was like, do you, do you drink excessively? And I said, no. And he said, do you smoke? And I said, no. And he's like, so drugs? And I said, no. And he was like, what are you, some Christian comedian? <laughs> so hard. Uh, so, yeah, I'm the least heavy metal person is my point. Wait, is that, is that like a good circuit you should try to get into? Because if you already have, like, some of the habits of there, those might be some good rooms. It's true. There's a lot yeah, of money I, in that. I'm not going to lie, Alex. I You do real well on the Christian comedy circuit. <laughs> <laughs> He also asked that after that he asked he was like do you have any Who books do you have a that? new Oh Jesus <laughs> uh, Alex Alex real fast I just give me a te- let's test something real fast I need you just to give me at the end of your set go uh but if I can get real for a second who here has accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and personal savior just give me that line real fast uh, I I think you just did it better than I could um <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, wouldn't they already have accepted it if they were there? That seems like a weird time well, to no, call No, because that's how they get line. you. Yeah, that's the thing is, that's how they get you. Uh. You know, they, they they lure you in with an unfunny PG comedy show, and then they <laughs> try to save you at the end. Uh, I, I love it. Well, uh, maybe I'll look into that. I got some, some figuring to do. He did also ask me, he said, do you have any new sexual partners? And then he just chuckled. Anyway, it was pretty, it was a harsh <laughs> doctor drilling. Um... <laughs> 
Anyway, so Sean, thank you uh, for sponsoring. Great luck with good luck with your new job. You're gonna kill it. And thank you to Richard from Minneapolis for uh, for for becoming a, a meat buddy. And I hope you and your wife are very happy in your new house full of grills and Caitlin's uh, and couches. Um, if you want to become a meat buddy, you can do so by coming going to readshoot.com slash meat buddies. Meat buddies, 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 meat buddies. All right, now it's time for a lightning bonus round. We're going to the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're going to finish this shit up. Wait, real, real quick, Caitlin. Yes. Have you ever considered having a grill, a line of grill is called Caitlin Grill? Oh, honey, <laughs> I think about it like every morning. Okay. That would I'm be kidding. some solid I would, merch. Though, I would gladly lend my name to a grilling product. Oh, my God. I grill enthusiastically myself. <laughs> oh, Caitlin Grill would be If great. you know anybody, make it happen. I mean, I know a grill, but it's just the one that I use. I can call it Caitlin. You should call it Caitlin Grill. Please do. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin Grill. Okay, great. Also, I, uh, everyone co- it's weird. It's like there's a lot of like athletes with a signature shoe and stuff, but I only know of one person with a signature grill. So it's yeah. a tough market to break into. Well, or it's just wide open. I like, mean, yeah. honestly, I'm not challenging George Foreman, but it's a long way to call that a grill. <laughs> there's no source of open That's flame. True. It's a panini press. It's a beautiful machine. It's, it's very it's useful. True. Wait, so is the it Caitlin is grill? grill? Is, no. Is the Caitlin grill going to work differently then? Oh, the Caitlin grill is like a, a colix, like a, a fire. It's big, a grill. It's an outdoor yeah. oh, wow. grill. Yeah. Uh, I know oh, yeah. this episode's going to go up pretty soon, but Caitlin, before that happens, make sure you mail a copy of this to yourself, <laughs> just so that you have Yeah, that. you're right. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll go ahead and hop on getting the URL. All right, so, so yeah, make sure you do that now it. before this episode goes live. because they're Our fans love it. to buy the URLs before I we legitimately can. can't afford Don't it. Don't bother. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, lightning bonus round is our mini-game segment. We have a bunch of mini-games that we draw from and suggestions from our listeners. Uh, first up, I want to play, this is a game we play fairly regularly called Aftermath. So the game, so, so the question is, the movie ends, but that doesn't mean these characters' stories end. What is the five minutes, five days five weeks and five years after this movie's over, like, for these people. Uh, my, uh, go, well, go ahead, I, I want to go with the obvious oh, crossover man. they set up in the first, like, five minutes of the movie. I want to see when Agent K and Agent J show up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when the kid becomes a man people. in black. Yeah. I mean, think about it. That kid, he's got everything the men in black look for. Uh, tenacity, yeah. experience with aliens. Uh, doesn't take authority uh, all too seriously. Yeah, exactly. He uh, pulls the table table over when he needs to do a multiple choice quiz. Probably. Yeah, that that <laughs> does happen in that movie. He shoots aggressively. He also is right about what an alien is. He's very good at that. Um, I I think that the aftermath of this movie immediately is that we go to war with the bubble planet. Like I feel like there's oh, there's really? no yeah. way we murder their emperor and don't no, no, no. have some shit to deal with. I think it's the dictator kind of emperor. Like I think the bubble planet is in disarray probably because there's gonna be a power vacuum. But like I think it's not gonna be like if look if if the emperor's son kills the emperor and becomes the emperor, that's either like a normal like dictatorship succession. That's true. Uh, that's true. Or like it's just like you know. Plus I don't think they say they actually killed him. They say like I have to like reassemble my dad or something like that like I, I yeah there was like, some ambiguity about what freezing actually does to somebody forever um freezing and blowing up yeah yeah but i i feel like yeah so there's, there's a chance that he goes back and everyone's like okay you're just the new emperor child uh that's fine i think there's a much better shot that somebody else one of his generals rises to power on the platform of earth <laughs> killed our emperor and we need to go to war. And then all of a sudden, not only are they clearly a more advanced species than us, they also have the ability to take over human bodies and infiltrate us whenever they want. There might be bubble people all, all over now getting ready for war, sabotaging our sinks and our, our windsurfers. And Anthony, it was your theory, right? That they have like mind control. Yes. And I, th- yeah. I mean, that holds. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? And it's you know I've I've seen Mr. Scrubble, Scrubbles uh, like <laughs> spray so maybe that's how they're good one. I got nothing. very smooth. I got nothing in there. Yeah, what what hey, else? You know what, what, what else happens right after this movie is over? Um, I'm gonna. Oh, say... those kids all immediately start fighting and hate each other. Oh yeah, that, for sure. I mean, it's nice that they got along like sisters for ten minutes, but pretty soon, like that, Megan's pissed off that Ariel's in the sink for twenty minutes every morning. 
being a bubble. Would you stop school. being in the sink? I have to get ready to go. Oh my uh, god! I'm trying to leave. Do you think stop uh, being in your natural form? Ew. Do you think after uh, I want, get a bucket? Do you think after they become really sisters, she leaves the, the door open when they she becomes a bubble? Ugh, yeah, probably. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I really want to see the uh, the the scene a few weeks later when the um, the psychic and her dad are like realize he's never gonna put the paperwork down and like come and talk to me. This is why his first marriage failed. You know. Oh yeah, they're definitely not gonna last. Yeah, yeah there's well, no way they last. It did seem like it was a weird thing to like have them fall in love because like this is a real Dharma and Greg sort of situation, right? Um. And uh, it seemed like immediately at the wedding, he was pissing her off by taking a phone call. Uh, so, yeah, th- that, that relationship for sure wasn't going to work. Mm. I definitely know something that's going to happen in the next five minutes. Yeah. Is people have the wedding cake and be, like, a little bit disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good point. Absolutely true. <laughs> um, uh, I guess... They go to an open bar and it's just fucking root beer. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, it's a root bar. I mean, I'd be into that. Uh, I'm one. Of, I'm a Christian comic. Um, <laughs> oh God! Uh, Ian asked us to play uh, Crappy Sequel, which is our game where we come up with really bad spinoff ideas, which we've already done a little bit of. But Ian suggested Second Cousin from Planet Pretty Normally, but with a few quirks. Are there other uh, yeah? Like are that. there other uh, jump spinoffs or weird sequels that you guys want from this? Hmm. I don't oh. know. Stepfather's Day in Court. Cut the custody yeah. hearing sounds pretty good. <laughs> uh, oh, I would also like to see uh, when Ariel brings Megan home for a little while. So Megan as a I bubble. I want to see Ariel get her legs and then get to walk, but not have her voice. Yeah. Speaking of which, we might be watching that this month for wet month. Um, <laughs> Stop saying wet month, dude. I'm sorry. I mean, I know it, it's, it's not it's, that, but it's like. Canon. Uh, it's canon. We'd love to stop. Yeah, All right. We'd yeah, love to it's stop. Start, it's, it's, it's August. Get what? Stay wet. We don't have a Reading green... it feels one way, but like hearing it, it's got a mouthfeel. It really does. Is there a different alternative name? If, say, if, there, if we have listeners who don't. No, it's fucking wet month. It's just <laughs> gross. I'm just saying, like, you know, but like, if there's a different way you want to call it, like, well, we're open to like additions. You just have to like, yeah. take a stab at it. Yeah. You know, lubrication month is that uh, better? Yeah, I can't. I mean, moist month has a better alliteration. Non-dry month. Yeah, but it also has moist in it. You can't win here. Like I know the fight you're up against. They just didn't. I I will tell you by the way, if you go to Giphy and search for wet, you won't like most of what you find. Mm. Oh, I think I would. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you'll find what you're expecting to find, and not what you need to post for this show. Um, Fair. uh, (laughs) I guess one of the one other thing I wanted to ask you guys was. Uh, is it better to be a bubble? Like, uh, Megan was so pushy about how we're all That's gross deep. skin sacks, but, like, it seemed like they thought their life was better. Should we all pack up and move to Zircalon? Uh, I feel like it's just, it's, you know, the both, it sucks to be stuck in a skin bag. It sucks to be only a bubble, you know? Like, I think you gotta be a bubble inside a skin bag, and that's what we all are, right? Yeah, Alex, oh. I think I'm going to wait for the midterms to happen <laughs> and then decide if I'm leaving or not. You know? uh, that's, a great place to, sort of... that's a great place to leave it. All right, that's Lightning Bonus Round. If you want to play along or suggest games, go to readdistrict.com slash next, and you can always send us feedback on Facebook or Twitter or uh, at email uh, podcast at readdestweep.com. But send us your thoughts on games and what you want us to do, uh, what you want us to talk about on any given topic. Uh, real quick before we go... Anthony, it's time for yeah. your last word. Uh, the last word today, Disney Channel's originals. What the fuck? <laughs> Do you have a favorite Disney Channel, Channel original? Uh, I don't know. Uh, is The Lion King 2 on a Disney? No, that's a straight no, to TV. Yeah, I like directed. Yeah, I don't know the difference. Um, is Lion King 2 any good? No. Oh, okay. Was Sabrina Disney Channel? <laughs> Sabrina was pretty good. I don't think the that TV was. TV show? Sabrina's ABC. Which is technically Disney. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, but not. Yeah. Uh, do you guys Do you guys remember? I can't even name another Disney Channel original film because I did not watch it. I didn't have Disney. Yeah. I didn't have the Disney Channel. So I, um, oh, High School Musical. Oh. Mm, oh, yeah. That was a Disney Channel original? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Luck of the Irish, I think I saw also. Um... <laughs> I didn't see Luck of the Arts. I definitely did. Yeah, High School Musical we saw and was pretty decent. Um, the Cheetah Girls, Halloween yeah, Town. 
Oh, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. I believe my These sister are all watched. written by 40-year-old men. <laughs> all of them are written by 40-year-old men. That is... Actually, that'd be a great sort of like uh, like twist where it's just like, if you write it, you have to act in it. Like, you have to be... Oh, you got to like, put your face on it? New... Yeah, exactly. Oh, we you have, have watched another Disney it. Channel original movie. We watched it for the show. It's called Read It and Weep. And Oh, that was a... Yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, and that's why we don't own the domain. It's because of fucking Disney. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, so we watched that. It's about a, it's about a girl's uh, diary, and you're right. No one needed to read it. It's not the one. <laughs> Policy still stands. <laughs> still works. All right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we are going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about Hook. Ooh. Rufy. Ooh. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, only <laughs> one of my favorite movies for my entire life is next one of mine week. But also, no, one of your fans oh. evilly requests me to watch this pile of flaming bubble water. Thanks. Uh, it is- thanks. I'm going to have a root beer and think of you while I watch Hook anyway, suckers. Oh, don't worry. I I'll be here talking mad shit about how the only good thing in Hook is the music, Whoa. which is legitimately amazing. Oh, wait, God you don't even it. like Hook? Yeah. Oh. You don't even like it? Be fun. <laughs> yeah, Hook fucking blows. Everyone knows what? it blows. What about the? Ah! It is the food. The food fight? Yeah. The food fight's okay. Invisible the, food. Rufy. Oh, what's wrong with we'll you? We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Hook is. Oh. Without a doubt, breaking my heart. One of John Will- John Williams' best scores, but one this of the worst. This is such an Anthony movie. point of view. The fact that you It'll don't like fun. the movie is one thing, but the fact that you love the score is just such a Anthony opinion to have. The score is so Man, fucking. You good. liked the live action Beauty and the Beast. We just can't uh, see the same yeah. movie. No, I hated the live action Beauty and the Beast. I was we were on that episode together. I thought you really liked it. No, no. Is it because you liked the original so much? No, I hated the original. I uh, hated the. Uh, I loved the original. I hated the live action remake. Yeah, that's how we all so felt. Oh, okay. That was where our split was. I hated them both, uh, and you were like, "No, it ruined the original." Yeah. And I was like, "No, but the original is also oh, bad." Oh, weird. Okay, so many yeah, opinions. Yeah, that does sound reasonable, that. though. So we're watching Hook, not because Anthony voted for it, but because our meat buddies did. So we had a meat, uh, a wet month vote. Uh, sorry, Caitlin. And uh, the Meat Buddies have chosen. We have some really exciting things coming up. So we're going to be watching Hook. And then right now it's kind of neck and neck between The Little Mermaid and Battleship. So this is a weird couple of choices. And I am interested to always, find it. Always those two movies back to back. Yeah. Like this, always in the same sentence, It's aren't very they? difficult. We might yeah. actually have time for both. I'm not 100% sure right now. Um we also might do a special non-voted for episode, but we're gonna where a guest chooses where we might do an entire episode about ASMR because that's what Angela wanted to talk about. So um, we should do uh, Battleship and the Little Mermaid, like Battle Mermaid. I'm sure they're about the they're about the same running time, <laughs> but watch them simultaneously and just see where they match up. Oh, like a Dark Side of the Moon kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, ex- but, except you're not bored twice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anyway, Hook is coming up next week. I'm super excited about it. We're going to watch how Robin Williams moves. Yeah, me too. Have fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, anyway, so that's next week. Uh, and th- if you want to vote, if you want to get in on it, we still have time to decide between Battleship and Little Mermaid and other things. So go, uh, go to redeshipcom slash meatbuddies to become a meat buddy. And if you are a meat buddy and haven't voted yet, go in. You know where it is. Go find it. It's on the website under Meat Buddies, and then just log in. You know how to do it. Anyway, go vote. We really appreciate everyone who, spo- who uh, votes for topics, and we appreciate all our sponsors. I really appreciate you, Sean, and I appreciate you requesting Caitlin because I've been trying to get her on the show again for a little while. She's been very busy, and this was a good excuse. I have. I'm been. sorry it's that it was. True. But this was fun this. to do, even though this movie was fucking terrible. And next week you're doing 85 minutes long. Thank you can't you, be that Thank upset you, about 85 minutes. It's 85 minutes of my life that I can't get back from the <laughs> Disney Channel. Yeah. Yeah, she's gonna die 85 minutes like sooner now, like we all are. I don't know if that's how that works. Um, anyway, thank you so much for sponsoring Sean. <laughs> Thanks everybody who sponsored episodes. We have a bunch of more. We'll be getting. We're finishing a wet month, and then we'll be getting to all of our sponsors that we uh, selected last month. So, um, thanks for being here, Ezra. Get back to work. Yeah, An- let's do and this. And Anthony, enjoy the rest of your day off. Uh, it's always great to be here. I do want to say one more thing about this movie: is that this is another one of those. Uh, 
motherfucking algorithm that Amazon has of trying to figure out what I like <laughs> watching. It's just yeah. thrown oh, up. Oh, God, the, the, you're so right. The idea that, like, because every once in a while this show makes me do something weird, but the idea at, like, 12.30 at night, I decided to pay a dollar to watch this Disney Channel original movie is really got to be a head-scratcher. I love it. Uh, uh, this is how I, this, yeah. is, this is a great... Uh, actual thing to do, which is that I, I like to do it on Instagram, is I click on ads sometimes, but only of stuff that doesn't make sense with the algorithm for me. So I just I'm just trying to constantly give them more. I'm, I'm throwing chaff at them, a bunch of giving them bad information uh, for them to try to figure out what I like and don't like. So I think you're doing a great job of keeping Amazon on their toes. Yeah, you're sticking it to the man, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, really, Jeff Benzo so can't metal, sleep dog. at all. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Somewhere in a room, Jeff Benzo was just chain-smoking a cigarette. Benzo? Just being like, why would he watch that movie? <laughs> I, uh, also, you called him Benzo. Anyway, at Robot Caitlin, uh, thank you for joining us again. You can stop pretending to be mad at me. No you problem. really like it. I was... T- <laughs> <laughs> I think that's... that's Thanks, honestly, dude. Alex, that's a terrible... I never want to hear you say that phrase again, honestly. It's fair. It's fair. Um... Uh, Caitlin, is, are any of the things you've been working on available? Oh yeah, Misfits and Monsters yes. is on television. Bobcat Goldthwaite's Misfits and Monsters is on True TV every Wednesday night. I think there are four episodes of six or seven now aired. Um, it's really good. It's I'm proud of it. I wrote jokes and they're on TV. And I'm in it for a second. Uh, oh, that's Watch awesome. It. Yeah, yeah, everybody should work. check that out. That's very cool. I haven't seen any of that yet. Everyone- Fire up your Caitlin Grills and and watch that show. (laughs) That's right. Uh, All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Take care. Goodbye.